This is the Tony G show. Will's already laughing at me. What do they do wrong, Will? I don't know. Yeah. This is kind of funny. Okay. Will McCormick, that's him. Tony G, that's me. This is the Tony G show. Got a very special episode planned for you today. We won't waste much time like we usually do. We never waste time on a Tony G no. show. Who am I kidding? Every word is valuable. This is episode number 95 of the Tony G show, Will. I mean, we are cooking right we are, along. We're moving. We are moving. 95 episodes of the Tony G Show. Thank you for listening to each and every one. And especially listen to the next five. This one and then mm-hmm. the next yeah. five would be 100. Yeah, I think I think that's how that works. 96, 97, 98, 99 is four. Then 100 is the... F- yeah, five plus 95 Okay, so just listen 100. to the next couple episodes till we get to the 100th. Because that'll be a special episode too. We got some things planned. And it'll be one of our most special episodes that we've held. Out of the Tony G Show. So, again, this is episode number 95, season 6, episode 8. Big show planned for you today. As I mentioned, we're going to be talking about the fact that Russell Wilson has asked for a trade. Or I suppose his camp. It wasn't Russell Wilson himself. Russell Wilson's camp has asked for a trade away from the Seattle Seahawks. So, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. That news broke just today. This is Thursday What's the date? February 25th. That news broke just this morning, so we're going to be covering that while it's hot and fresh. He named a couple teams he's interested in being traded to. He does have a no-trade clause, so we're going to look into what we think will play out for the Russell Wilson situation over in Seattle. Also, segment number two, we mentioned this on Tuesday's episode. We kind of alluded to the fact that we could be doing a way-too-early Super Bowl pick. Way too early AFC Championship, way too early NFC Championship. We are going to be doing that today, segment number two. Will and I both have our teams picked out. And the results of the 2021-2022 NFL season and Super Bowl 56 start here on the Tony G Show. What do you think, Will? Yeah. Sounds good. Yep, because we're legitimate and we can see the future. To end the show today, remember on Tuesday we started the show talking about Tiger Woods and the car accident that happened literally about 15 minutes before we started recording Tuesday's episode of the Tony G Show. Today, we're going to be giving a little bit of an update. I'm sure you've heard some things. Um, Just a full-scale picture of what has happened to Tiger Woods, what will happen to Tiger Woods, and we're going to be looking at the future of his career as well. Before we get into the Tony G Show, new episodes drop Tuesdays, Thursdays on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Catch us anywhere you want to. Twitters, we're available at Willis5312 on Twitter. That's Will McCormick. At Tony G Show, that's me. How creative is that, huh? <laughs> Tony G Show <laughs> on Twitter. Reach out to us. Don't be afraid to ask, you know, what do you want to talk about? What do you think about what we talked about? Every episode is uploaded on Twitter, uh, as well as Facebook, too. And mm-hmm. we do a couple on LinkedIn. We're yep. all over the social media platforms because we're trying to get big. Even though we're already big, you know, I mean, worldwide. Right. Fans are outside again. Yep. Here at Tony G Studios, the window, uh, the shade is open. The window is shut. A little too chilly. A little mm-hmm. chillier than it was on uh, Tuesday. Fans are still swarming, though. <laughs> big audience that we have here at Tony G Studios for the Tony G Show. Episode number 95, Well, What do you say? We get into it? Yeah, it sounds good. Good episode ahead. Don't go anywhere.
The jacket's coming off of Will McCormick. Mm-hmm. It's warm up here now. You came up here and said it was cool. I know. And now you're taking off the jacket. What is that? Like a jacket, a long sleeve? What, what would you call that? A cardigan? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a flannel. A flannel. Okay. Sure. Cardigan? A, car- a cardigan? A flannel cardigan? No, it's a flannel. Okay, just a flannel. The flannel coming off of Will McCormick today. Now he's in just the, the short sleeve shirt. Okay, a little warm up here now. Yeah. Sun's beating in through the window. Don't know what it is. Here at Tony G Studios. Let's start off the show talking about this. This is the news story that broke this morning. Very interesting, very intriguing news story. Something I didn't see coming. But I suppose if you look at the signs, it's not all surprising. We're going to get into what those signs were and what the news story is here on the Tony G Show. This morning, this is again Thursday, February 25th, 2021. Russell Wilson's camp has asked for a trade. Can you elaborate on what a camp is in case people don't know what that would mean? A camp is somewhere where families go to camp outside, tents, motorhomes, um, campfires. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You had me for a second. I was like, really? You were looking at me like I was serious. At first I was, and I was like, and then I quickly realized that I was... You're joking. I was being uh, a little, little goofy. Okay. A camp is the player's inner circle. So what this means is, like, this is Russell Wilson as well as Russell Wilson's agent, as well as, you know, depending on the amount of involvement Russell Wilson has with his family. It'll be Russell Wilson's family as well. Um, you know, a lot of times it'll be, you know, in basketball, it'll be the player their agent and their dad, because, mm. you know, basketball players tend to typically be close to their dad. Mm-hmm. So it could be, like, family members. I, I know... It's kind of like an inner circle thing. Yeah, it's just pretty much like an inner circle, yeah. including... But it, it, it most likely includes their agent. That's the big piece. I mean, yeah. of course, it can't, it can't be the player's camp without the player. Right. But definitely the agent is the next biggest piece piece to that, advising them through this time... You know, giving them their options and talking and doing the talking for them uh, in a professional setting with the teams and and other organizations. Russell Wilson's camp. I don't know exactly who it is. I know he's married. I don't know who his agent is. I'm trying to think. I've heard of the name before, but I can't bring it up off the top of my head right now. But it's it's Russell Wilson's inner circle mm-hmm. professionally. Could be friends too as well. You know, a couple of high school friends depending on how close you are with them. So Russell Wilson's camp has asked for a trade away from the Seattle. Seahawks organization. He gave a couple of his initial interested teams. We're going to get into that in about three minutes. Very peculiar teams, too. We'll get into that, those situations. But reportedly, um, this news story, by the way, and and all these reports, all these leads that Will and I have here on the Tony G Show, per The Athletic. So this is their news story, and it's only spread from there. Reportedly, Russell Wilson is frustrated with the Seattle Seahawks organization, as well as head coach Pete Carroll. He is upset with the offensive line and the fact that he's not getting enough time to throw and and their lack of productivity from the offensive line. And this is something that we've seen poke its head. Remember, when I introduced this story, if you look at the signs, you could see this breakup coming. This was one of the signs I'm talking about, I believe, Russell Wilson was on the Dan Patrick show, and he kind of say he you know he kind of gave little hints that he was unhappy with the organization, how they handled certain certain situations. He was unhappy with the play of the offensive line, unhappy with uh, Pete Carroll as well, 
he didn't explicitly say it, but he just kind of, you know, threw it out there. He nudged in that direction that he's not happy with the Seattle Seahawks organization. So he's upset with the offensive line. And apparently, this is also the athletic, that he stormed out of a November meeting when his proposals for fixing the offense were shot down. Hmm. Interesting. That's in season. We've had a couple months to let that settle, and still Russell Wilson wants out. I think that there was another meeting, and this is just pure speculation. I think there was another meeting where Russell Wilson's input was denied or not taken seriously or legitimately enough, and now Russell Wilson wants out. He wants to go to an organization where he has say. You know, kind of like people think Aaron Rodgers has say, or like Tom Brady, especially out in Tampa Bay, he wants Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, and the organization will go do that because, you know, these elite-level quarterbacks have that power. It's starting to be a little more apparent to me and the rest of the football world that Russell Wilson didn't have that amount of power in the Seattle Seahawks organization. And this is pretty similar to that uh, Deshaun Watson case we discussed like, what, four episodes ago? But it's, I would say it's a little bit different in the respect that Wilson is pretty proven as a player. He's very, very talented. Yeah. Where Watson is still in the early years of his career. Granted, he's a good player. Yeah. But this is this is a kind of a different case. Yeah. Can I modify that just a little bit? Yeah. I think they're both elite level players. Right. I just think Wilson has a little more experience on top of Watson. Right, that's what I mean. Like yep. I, yep. I think Wilson is the more proven Correct. quarterback. Yep. yep. Okay. I do see similarities to this situation because you know, even though the situation of the organizations are completely on opposite ends of the spectrum, the Houston situation bad football team, mm-hmm. more of a dumpster fire. And the Seahawks organization has, you know, and this is part of the reason that I'm so surprised at this news story before looking at all these signs leading up to it, is that the Seahawks have been one of the more stable organizations over the last decade, have always been competitive, have been led by the same guy in Pete Carroll, as well as Russell Wilson since they drafted him, the Legion and boom. I mean, it just seems, especially the fan base as well, it just seems like one of the more stable and well-run organizations in all of football. And yet, we have a news story like this where elite-level, MVP-level, Super Bowl-winning quarterback Russell Wilson wants out. He's done. He's not getting the say he wants. He's not having the power that he wants. And so he's done. He's going to walk. I find that very, very interesting. Yeah, and I, I would almost argue to a degree that they were competitive for a long time, but I would say gradually they got worse and worse. I would agree. As they went on. Their, their talent dropped off. I mean, they have great players still, but when he walked into that Seattle team, it was probably one of the best teams that he's had in yeah, his career. that's a good point. When he walked into the Seahawks organization, there wasn't a lot of work that had to be done for that team to be competitive. That defense was phenomenal. Yep, legion of boom. And since, you know, as you have to do, you have to play, or excuse me, you have to pay all your players. Mm-hmm. And when you can't, because it's inevitable, I mean... All these guys playing at that sort of level in the Legion of Boom, you can't pay them all. So the defense will fall apart. The organization tends to fall apart at some point when uh, a side of the football also falls apart. It doesn't have to be defense is what I'm saying. The offense could also fall apart. You can't play this, can't pay this guy or that guy. So in this case, as you said, Wilson walked into a, a, an organization where he didn't have to stress a lot. Mm-hmm. He, kind of, he had his weapons, he had his tools, and they went to work. Now that's kind of falling apart. Russell Wilson 
hasn't dealt with that ever at this level. Right. And now, you know, I that was is, a... is this more so on the organization or Russell Wilson for not being able to handle it? I'm going to put it on the organization mm-hmm. because, you know, if this news story is true, per the athletic, that, that Wilson's input on fixing the offense was shot down, then that brings up the conversation of, okay, why doesn't he have the Tom Brady sort of power? Why doesn't he have the Aaron Rodgers sort of say in an organization? Why, why is Wilson being left out here in Seattle? Does that lead me to believe that Pete Carroll is power hungry? Hmm. Hmm. Could this be, could this be a case of this being the Seattle Seahawks organization? Or could it be a case of this being the Pete Carroll's Seattle Seahawks organization? You know what I'm saying? Does Pete Carroll want his name all over these championships and all over the future and the past of this last decade where they've been, as I, as I call them, one of the more stable organizations in all of football? I think this says more about the Seahawks organization than it says about Russell Wilson. Because we know the character of Russell Wilson. We know the teammate he is, the captain he is, the Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee that he is, the guy on and off the field. We know who Russell Wilson is. This is not about Russell Wilson as much as it is about the Seahawks organization. And just to play devil's advocate, we can't totally discount the fact that Wilson could potentially just be frustrated with the year he had too. I mean, he was playing an MVP caliber caliber oh, yeah. play yeah. probably up until week eight, week nine. There's a lot of speculation to be had here, and I don't want to totally agree. discount the fact that Wilson could just be frustrated. Obviously, the team has a lot of work to be done, but yeah. in my humble opinion, players can have a say and they can hear their opinion, but it shouldn't be always taken as fact or not fact but that shouldn't be what the organization always has to do as written in stone or something right. like that i wanted to comment on the fact that i don't think that there is a lot of work to be done in seattle i think besides like a couple they're still competitive right i mean they're still going to make a run for the division i think the 49ers are going to be healthy next season and the cardinals are only only improving so you know I mean, what... say with that will about the the division next year but i still think they're going to be competitive I mean, they finished twelve and four. How much better can you get? Exactly right. Like, and, this, and they're still falling apart. Right, and so and so like when, and maybe to your point, maybe to your point, there is an issue with Pete Carroll and the people who run that organization because the teams that he has picked out are not going to be doing better than uh, at least a few right. won't won't be doing better than twelve and four. But I don't know. It's a, it's a weird situation. It certainly is. I do want to. Um correct myself, or, or I suppose not correct myself, but just uh, comment on something I just said. I said he was, uh, Russell Wilson was a Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee. He did win the award this year, so he is a Walter Payton oh. Man of the Award winner. Okay. So just to clear up the air on, on what I was saying, we know who he is on and off the field, and um, you know this says more to me about how the Seahawks are being ran than it says about Russell Wilson. So now let's talk about these teams that he's he has listed, he himself or his camp, as we mentioned, has listed as potential opportunities that he could be traded to. Before we get into it, it is important to note that Wilson does have a no-trade clause in his contract. So any trade can come up at any minute, and he can veto it and say, I'm not going there. I don't think he even has to give a reason. I'm just not going to go there. I don't want to play there. I want to go to this organization. The teams he's listed, and we're going to go break... Uh, break down these options. Raiders, Jets, Dolphins, Saints. 
Let's let's start with the Saints. This is an interesting opportunity to me because Drew Brees has announced he will return for another season. Oh, he did. Yep. He it, that wasn't the biggest news story, I think, because he's old. I feel like that was like way overhyped. Like, oh, he's retiring. It's like no, he didn't even. Okay, anyways. Yep. <laughs> I, I I'm right oh, there that, with you. That irritates me. Anyways, a lot of people were writing him off, and he didn't want he didn't want that. Okay. Either way, he is going to come back for another season, as of right now, and he is under contract with the Saints. Trade him. See, that's that that's the one consistent uh, factor that I see through all of these teams is their quarterback situations are already kind of settled, so you'd mm-hmm. have to trade your current quarterback. Let's start here with the Saints. Would you trade Drew Brees for Russell Wilson? Mm. I mean, you have to think that this is Russell Wilson's trade now. He gets a say no matter what happens. Right. So this isn't about the Seahawks. You know, the Seahawks had their chance with Wilson. Now they're going to have to take the consequences of having to lose him because he's unhappy. So if that means you downgrade a quarterback, you downgrade a quarterback. Because Russell Wilson said so. He wants out. So, Drew Brees, is he on the table? I don't see this one happening. This is not a very likely option. If anything, this is the least option, least likely option of these four teams because their quarterback situation is kind of set. Even behind Drew Brees, you got Taysom Hill, who they love in New Orleans. Running back. And you have uh, <laughs> yeah, a glorified running back, throws a football. Utility knife in Taysom Hill. Or you have Jameis Winston as well. So now you're going to throw Russell Wilson into this mix? I mean, what what's the future plan here if you get Wilson? You let Hill walk or you re-sign Hill? You let Winston walk? You let Drew Brees walk or you trade one of them? Or any one of these trade pieces could be in the mix to go to Seattle. How about Jameis Winston to Seattle? That's How about Taysom Hill to Seattle? That could be an asking what price. About, what about both? What, what about both? Because the thing is, this would be like the smartest trade for the Saints to make. Sure. Yeah. Oh Not, yeah. Any team that gets Wilson's going to be well. Yeah. Far better off. Wilson's a better mix. quarterback than all three of those players at this point in their career. Correct. Yep. Drew Brees is a, was and is a, still a pretty good quarterback, but at in his prime, he was fantastic. Yeah. Which he's far out of now. Right. It would be really hard to trade away Drew Brees because it's like you want to have like that. You know, like I wanted Charles Woodson to be a Packer his whole career. Oh sure. But that didn't work out. Yep. And it's always like you want to retire with, you finish your career with the team you started with. But then the Saints kind of got to bite the bullet if they, you know, if they could have traded him for, you know, six more years of elite level quarterback play. Yeah. That's a hard, you know, that's a hard choice to make. But like you said, well, yeah, and Taysom Hill and and remember that Winston Drew Brees was a Charger too at one point. Or I'm sorry, but stay with the team that he had played for. Yeah, he's known for playing with. Uh, right. For. Yeah, I get right. what you're saying. Because with the Chargers, he was kind of a... People he kind he of really wasn't off. the Drew Brees that we know. No. He's not known for being a Charger. I get what you're saying. Right. Um, but, but you know, let's look at their situation there in New Orleans. Not just their quarterback situation. They have a good offensive line. They have a good offense. Good coach. Right. Good good fan base as well. It'd be like almost the same. Op, same. They're, they're kind of like the same team. I'll call them the same team. Seattle and New Orleans. I would say New Orleans more talented, but... Competition-wise, or competitive level, very well coached, very very competitive, very well coached. Yeah. Here's the question: totally hypothetical. They trade Winston and Taysom Hill for uh, Russell Wilson. Yep. Who's starting then for the Saints? Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. They they're gone. They trade they trade 
to Seattle. Hill, Hill and and Winston to Seattle for Russell oh, Wilson. Oh, who starts for the Saints? Yeah, who's starting Drew for the Brees Yeah, who's Russell starting Wilson. for the Saints then? Because Wilson would be the better talent wise. I think in this case, Drew Brees is gone. Gone. You think he's going to be gone. traded no matter what? Drew Brees get... isn't coming back to sit on the bench. Okay. That's what I think. Drew Brees... Oh, like retire? No, I think he'll either ask for a trade himself. Mm. I I don't know the contract situation. I looked it up in preparation for the show because you know Tony G does his homework. Mm-hmm. And I saw that he's currently under contract for 2021 from the few of the sources sources that I looked at. Hmm. He would, if it if it was Russell Wilson and Drew Brees in New Orleans, I think Drew Brees opts for a trade or asks for a release. And maybe he'll go to a place like Chicago. How about that? Mm. Who? Talk about a quarterback shuffle. Holy man. Or... If the 49ers decide to upgrade from Jimmy Garoppolo, or if the Vikings decide to upgrade from Kirk Cousins. I mean, I could stretch this tangent out into the entire show. That's a good thought. Or not a good thought, but crazy, but not unrealistic if this did happen. Yep. Because the Bears want to win now. Yep. The Vikings want to win now. I mean, who doesn't want to win now? But (laughs) they... Yeah, but their situations are right. like they're only that one piece away which is a from being real contenders, which is a quarterback. Or in the case of the Bears and Vikings, I think a head coach. Matt yeah. Nagy should have been out years ago. Yeah. I think Mike Zimmer's past his prime as a head coach. I think they need a little bit more youth-infused type of play. But yeah, I think you know this would be, it, and it'd be interesting. What about this situation? Now we're getting real hypothetical. Now we're spinning out of control in hypotheticals. <laughs> What if Russell Wilson asked for a trade before the Jared Goff-Matthew Stafford swap? And Russell Wilson went to either Detroit wow, or went to L.A. L.A. would have been a better fit, but that would have been wild. Yeah. Okay. How about we, anyways, anyways. <laughs> about we get back to it? <laughs> Hypothetical city here. We're only one team in. we got three more to go to. How about this team, the Miami Dolphins? This would be a trade. This would be a trade that I don't see happening. No. Um, it would have to be a Tua Tonga Vailoa swap, I think. Yeah. Because obviously that's the quarterback there. And if this trade were to go down, it shows that Miami's not real confident in Tua. Here's the thing, too. I texted you like right after our show. We were talking about Aaron Jones. There's rumors that he could sign with the Dolphins, too. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot yeah. of rumors that there could be some moves. For the Dolphins to make it be competitive, but the question is, do you take Tua's potential upside over a couple years of Russell Wilson? Yeah, Russell Wilson, 32 years old. Do you take the risk of Tua Tagovailoa, which you essentially already have by drafting him and kind of throwing him in the mix in the middle of the season when Ryan Fitzpatrick was having a good year? We discussed that in Season 5 of the Tony G Show. I just don't think it's the right fit, Russell Wilson to Miami, for Miami's case. You know, would Russell Wilson do good there? Yeah, of course, it's Russell Wilson. But for Miami, I don't think they're in a position to swap their future quarterback, their future franchise, Tua Tagovailoa, who could run the football like a Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, can throw the football well. I don't think Miami's in a position to make a swap away from that for Russell Wilson. I just don't see that happening. Also with Miami, and this is, you know, from Russell Wilson's perspective, Miami, lots of inexperience there. Not a lot of mm-hmm. time in the NFL in on that roster as a whole. I don't see it. 
They're not contenders right now. This option to me is maybe the, tied for the least likely option with the Saints. I just don't see this happening. Yeah, I really don't either. I mean, it doesn't make much sense. I, like, no, because it's not like he's going to get more money unless they re- reconstruct his contract. But right. I don't see that happening either. And keep in mind, these are teams that Russell Wilson's camp has identified right. that Wilson wants to go to. The so, Dolphins make the least, almost the least amount of sense to me. That's what I mean. I mean, this is these are very peculiar moves. However, these next two have a little more logic behind them from our standpoint. At least the last one does. How about this third one? The New York Jets. Who? You really... Man. See, yeah, I don't... I mean, now you're identifying a trade where you go from a contender in a stable organization of the Seattle Seahawks to go play for the New York Jets? Who? Ugh. Where they just run terribly, can't even tank right. I mean, now they have the number two draft pick. The number two draft pick, by the way, would be involved in this trade as a trade piece if Russell Wilson were to Ooh. go to. So then, then the Seahawks end up with the number two pick, and now they're probably going to take a quarterback to replace Wilson. Or would it be Sam Darnold that would replace Wilson in Seattle? Or would they take Sam Darnold, use him as the backup, take the number two pick, draft a quarterback to be the starter? Or... Would they? <laughs> <laughs> There's a million ways this could go. Or could they? Could they take Sam Darnold and the number two, draft a quarterback at the number two pick, start Sam Darnold halfway through the season, swap out their number two overall pick, probably who with Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trevor for, Lawrence, tr- Trevor he's Lawrence. He's if he fall. falls, he's probably going to be a Jaguar. Probably. But whoever they take at that number two spot and start him halfway through the season and bench Sam Darnold. Hmm. Interesting. How many more hypotheticals do you think I can draw up, Will? All At right, least let's, two. <laughs> let's get back. Let's get back to the Jets situation, though. The one thing they do have going for them is a new head coach who everybody loves. However, he is a defensive-minded coach. You know, here on the Tony G Show, Will and I tend to like offensive-minded coaches. At least I know I do. But I, I love this signing because I love the energy that this guy brings. How about Robert Sala, the new head coach in New York for the Jets? Going to revitalize that defense. Was part of the shift in San Francisco under Kyle Shanahan. I like that's the, you know that's the one thing they have going for them because they're not contenders. They don't have many big wide receivers or big weapons. They don't have many big running backs as well. I mean, you see what I'm saying here, Will? I mean, this there's nothing going for New York. I know. I was completely blown away by this and the Dolphins. Yeah. As as the potential landing spots for Russell Wilson by his camp. I was just floored. Like like I said to you... I mean, pre- there's a little logic behind it because they had the potential going for them, but still. Right, and like I said to you pre-show, like I'm surprised like the Bears weren't listed. Yeah. And that's yep. still a possibility, I presume, but... I, I don't know. It's like he... Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's like he... Because he, he's not... Unless they reconstruct his contract, which I highly find... I find highly unlikely. Sure. He's not going to be getting you know, more money. So what is he trying to, is he trying to prove that he's like some, that just he can like, win without, elite, right. Like just, he's this elite player. That's like, all he needs is a solid offensive line and he can make receivers good. Is that what he's trying to prove? I mean, let's talk about that for a second. What is Russell Wilson looking for? What's a common factor between these four teams that we see? Cause it's not competitiveness. It's not experience because the dolphins are in here. The jets are in here. Lots of inexperience. It's not coaching because the Dolphins are in here. What is he looking for? Is he looking for money? Then why wouldn't he go to a big market like in L.A.? Maybe play for the Chargers while they have Justin Herbert. Why not go to a big market like like Chicago? Or 
what's he looking for? Right. Like I was thinking, like, well, maybe you know, division strength, like strength. But the Saints are in the same division as the Buccaneers. They just won the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> Dolphins and Jets are both in the, in the AFC East with the Bills. It's not like any of those divisions are cakewalks. Why is Tennessee not on here? How right. about Russell Wilson in Tennessee? How nuts would that be? Yeah. That would be the runaway contenders. With Derrick Henry, Russell Wilson, granted that cost a lot of money. Stephon Diggs, oh, the money that they would spend. I get it, but they'd be... You mean you mean the Bills? Sorry, you said Tennessee. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm listening Diggs to Stephon is... Diggs. That's the wrong guy. <laughs> Tennessee Titans. Oh, um... I meant Tennessee Titans with, you know, replacing Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, with yeah. Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown is AJ who Brown. I meant. yeah. With yeah. that situation in Tennessee, that would be lethal. That would be expensive, ultra expensive. Well, they'd be going for lethal. a win. Yep. Two years. That that's all you. That's basically what they were shooting for. Like, but the two fact that gap. he didn't mention them yeah. or Chicago, where he would immediately be the number one, he would Chicago would fall in love with Russell Wilson immediately. T- yeah, to me, the Jets make the least amount of sense. They went two and fourteen. I mean, how good of a quarterback does he think he is? I understand he's a he's a elite level quarterback. Uh-huh. He's he's yeah. top ten percent in the league right now. But you don't move to a non contender. No, you I don't mean, do it. I don't think. I don't think Tom Brady can make the Jets good. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't think he could. I'm right there with you because it's, it's prime, the Jets. Prime prime Tom Brady cannot make the Jets good. I mean, there's so much work to be done in New York. It's absurd. Right. It is absurd. All the years they lost under Adam Gase. Oh. And Sam Darnold's not a bad quarterback. He's not great, but he's yeah. not bad. He's like average. I'd, I'd, I'd bill him as average. But you can get by with an average quarterback. You can, sure. Look at, look at the Rams Titans and, and Jared it. Goff. Rams do it. Titans do it. Ryan Tannehill. I don't know, man. It's weird. This is weird. <laughs> Maybe the one factor here, three of these four teams are in the AFC. Does he want to go to the other conference? Switch right. out of the NFC to the AFC? But the AFC is competitive, man. That's what I was saying. Like you get you get chewed up and beat up bad in the AFC North. Which, by the way, there's no real opening. You know, they all have their quarterbacks selected. Maybe Pittsburgh, but the, you know, Big Ben's still under contract. Uh oh. What about the football team? Uh... Would that be a good move? That that division mm. is weak. But then, like, what are the Cowboys going to be like too? That, yeah, the Cowboys, I think, are going to be a little more competitive with Dak Prescott healthy when he comes back. There's This could like totally change the landscape. Oh, if they if he ended up going to the Washington football team, replacing an injured injury-prone Alex Smith, I'm sorry to say it, but it's true, replacing a non-leader of a captain in Dwayne Haskins, who's not even there anymore, replacing their third string, what's his name? Uh, Heineke, Taylor Heineke. Yeah, and I know he just signed a contract with them. He did just sign an extension, but, man, you know. He's not. I mean, maybe he is, but he has a lot to prove yet. But if he did end up going to the NFC East for the football team, good idea, Will. Pair up with McLaurin. But then again, he didn't list them. No. Which, that, like, these teams that he listed, like the Jets, like, they have so much work to be to be done. A lot. A lot. A lot. Anyways. All right, how about this fourth and final team? We're a little over time here on the Tony G Show. That's all right. We're having a great discussion. This is Tony G's number one pick. I actually, if I had to make a prediction, put me up against the wall, say, choose one team, I think it's the Raiders. I mean, he listed them, so that, you know, he's one of the four teams that he listed. I do see the Raiders being a potential fit. 
It would be, I think, a Derek Carr, Russell Wilson swap. I think Derek Carr would go to Seattle. Russell Wilson would be the head coach. It almost have to be the, the quarterback in uh, Oakland or not Oakland anymore, Las Vegas. Good young wide receivers in Oakland. He could be the missing link that Oakland needs to be real contenders in that AFC, AFC West. He could compete with the Chiefs. The Raiders already compete with the Chiefs very well. The one loss the Chiefs had this year besides the Super Bowl was the Raiders. And they almost lost to him again, but they ended up scathing out a win. The Raiders have the Chiefs number, and if they had Russell Wilson, I think they could run that division. The Raiders could be real contenders. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the money situation like there, though? Their head coach has a huge deal. <laughs> yeah. $10 million a year for him. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, I but don't know. that would be a crazy swing for the Raiders from going from trading away their two key players, kind of being like, "What the heck are you doing?" Cut if they the could, Khalil Mack and yeah, 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 I get what you're saying. Uh, I don't How about know. Denver, Denver to answer all their quarterback worries that they have. I feel like Drew Locke. Is it Drew Locke? Who's yeah, there? it is. I yeah. feel like he has. You take his upside for the for the possibility of, I agree. of, a, of a cheap I agree. contract. There's also, like I said, a lot of a lot of work to be done. Like I said about the other organizations, a lot of work to be done in Denver. I'm not. I just want to clarify. I'm not saying Drew Locke is a better quarterback than Russell Wilson. I'm sure, just saying, yeah. like situation wise, I don't know if that's the right move. Yeah, it's kind of like the Miami thing where you take to his upside. You know, yeah. You've already kind of invested in him, right? You know, let let that grow a little bit, right? Uh, but I, I definitely think it's so peculiar. Maybe he does want money, Wilson. Maybe he wants a restructured contract. Miami's a pretty big market. New mm-hmm. York's a pretty solid market. Las Vegas is huge. I What's feel the like other if, one, New Orleans? That's not a bad market. Right. Like, if he went to the, the Jets or the Dolphins, there probably would be some sort of... But if he's looking for money, and he's also looking to compete, why would the Jets be up there? Why would even the Dolphins be up there? Why wouldn't the Bears be up there? I mean, the Bears don't have that much work to be done. they got a little work to be done, but why would... I, I don't... Maybe they reported these teams to throw off the scent from out for, to some other teams. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe this is all a big maybe to make the game. other teams jealous. Yeah, like like the 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 girl and at the where am I going with this? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the girl at the prom who wants this one guy to ask. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. Will lost I me. lost. Well, I lost half the audience too. If you're still listening, thanks. All right, let's move on here because I think this is a good segue into segment number two. Not the failed prom metaphor, but the <laughs> discussion about <laughs> the discussion about Russell Wilson and uh, where he could land up. Segment number two, we talked about this a little bit on Tuesday, and we wanted to cover it more, so we're doing it today. Our way too early Super Bowl picks for Super Bowl Fifty Six. <laughs> it's February twenty fifth. There's about twelve months to be had before the next Super Bowl, but we're going to tell you who's going to win it. <laughs> the off season hasn't even really kicked off. No, it has not. It has not. Free agents haven't been selected yet. Contracts haven't been. Yeah, a lot of time left to go. Regardless, we're going to start with the AFC Championship, then the NFC Championship, then Super Bowl 56. You ready, Will? Mm-hmm. I'll go first, then you. Because it's a Tony G show. Right. Not the Will, I'm sure. I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> okay. AFC Championship. I have my picks. Colts, Bills. Remember we talked Tuesday about the Colts. Oh, they're improving. Carson Wentz, Frank Reich. Frank Reich, who the offensive coordinator in Philadelphia the year they won the Super Bowl, the year Carson Wentz was having an MVP season until he was injured. Now they're reunited. 
in a very good situation, I think, in Indianapolis. If they capitalize on their first two, three draft picks, as well as any more draft picks, then I think they're serious, serious contenders. They're not missing much. They're not missing much from being competitive and making a deep run in the playoffs. So I have AFC Championship Colts-Bills. I have Bills winning. I could also see here Bills-Chiefs because it's the Chiefs. You know, mm-hmm. you don't count them out in no. any discussion. So I think I could also see Bills-Chiefs in that game. I think the Bills would win, but wouldn't be surprised at the Chiefs. Or how about this? This is my third option here. Bills-Raiders if they land Russell Wilson. Because like I said, just told you, Russell Wilson and the Raiders would run the AFC West. They'd beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Granted, it's hard to beat a team three times Mm -hmm. if they face them. So be it. I could also see then Chiefs, Raiders, depending on how the seeding ends up. Overall, (laughs) I just gave a lot of options. My overall pick, Bills over Colts to go to Super Bowl 55. Will McCormick. I feel bad. I kind of discounted the Chiefs way too fast making this decision. That's all right. I didn't even consider them. I mean... You want to have fun. You know, you want to talk yeah. about a team that you don't really think is going to be in there. That seems Chiefs like are always going to be in the conversation. Seems like an obvious choice. Yeah. Um, I picked uh, Titans-Bills. Kind of a weird one. Kind of weird. I think the Titans are going to need to find another part of their game that's not Derrick Henry. I think yeah. he's very important. You're going to have to become two-dimensional. Yes. They're way too one-dimensional. Like, playing the latter half of the season, they basically, if their run game was shut down, they're, they were done. It was obvious, yeah. It was very obvious. So if they can find one more dimension, maybe two, one and a half, <laughs> if you can get half a dimension, yep. they could be really good. Yeah. And then playing the Bills. I think the Bills have a lot of upside. They have a lot of growth. Uh, Josh Allen's become a dominant quarterback. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I really I could see them making a push next couple, four years. Yeah. Being in that conversation consistently. I don't think I elaborated enough on my pick with the Bills, why I put the Bills up there. I've talked about this earlier in the season. I love what Sean McDermott is doing mm-hmm. in Buffalo. I love what he's doing for Josh Allen. I love the fact that they're backing Josh Allen with Stephon Diggs and getting them some talent. I think if they capitalize in the draft, which honestly, they don't even need to capitalize in the draft. Mm-mm. They can be competitive now. Yeah, Anything they get now is just a bonus. So if they add another piece, it's opposite of Stephon agency. Diggs, if um, I believe they're still in the mix for J.J. Watt, too. Yeah. It's Titans, yeah. Bills, Packers. We're not going to talk about J.J. Watt today, but I think also the Raiders are a dark horse for Watt, but enough of him. You know, if they were to land a talent like that, I think Bills could be a real contender to go to the Super Bowl. That's why I have them going to Super Bowl 56. And Allen's playing at MVP caliber play right now. So if he keeps this, yeah. if he keeps this upward trajectory... We, we, we aren't doing... Uh, NFL awards for next year, just because we you know we don't have the time to right now. But I f- feel like he's going to be a contender. I don't mm-hmm. want to go out on record saying that he's my early pick for MVP this next season. But just keep that in the back of your mind yeah. that he could be an MVP contender. Keep that uh, floating around and keep that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Keep that present that he could potentially be an MVP. Ready to move to the NFC side? I have Bills going from the AFC side. You also have Bills going from the AFC side? E-I... Titans, sorry. Titans. You I have, have Titans, Titans beating Bills. Okay. Bills or Titans, let's see. NFC Championship. I have 49ers, Packers. Let me elaborate. I kind of like that one. 49ers, 
were very, very injured last season. That's why they weren't as competitive. They weren't as good. They couldn't win with their second, third stringers. I think once they get Jimmy Garoppolo back, Nick Bosa back, once they get some of their other defensive pieces back, and remember Raheem Mostert was even injured. I mean, they they were just decimated injury-wise. Once they get their talent back, once Kyle Shanahan gets his pieces to work with again, they're going to be as dominant as they were uh, two years ago when they were in the Super Bowl. I think it is going to be 49ers, Packers. Packers going to go to a third straight NFC championship, I predict. I'm going to pick the 49ers to win, though, again. My dark horse, however. How about this one, Mo? 49ers, Cowboys. What do you think about that? If that's the case, it'll be 49ers beating them by, like, seven <laughs> touchdowns plus. Let me tell you why I put the Cowboys in here. Because I love them with Dak Prescott. Now, granted, the contract situation is kind of up in the air with Dak. They do need pieces. It's I don't think they need that much help. I don't. They need help. Oh, boy, do they need help. Kind of like in the way Will McCormick needs help. But they don't need a lot of help. <laughs> okay. Jeez. <laughs> Thanks. How's the bottom of the bus looking, Will? It's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Okay, well... <laughs> I'm cracking myself up here on this Tony G show. Just ripping on his co-host. <laughs> oh, oh, we laugh here on the Tony G show. Yes, not, we do. I'm not talking the rest of the episode. Nope, nope. I will. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but that's my dark horse because they don't need a lot of help. I mean, they already have uh, their head coach figured out. They have quarterback figured out. Dak Prescott, I don't believe, will start the season. I don't know the timetable of his injury. But that's my dark horse. It's not my overall pick, but it's my dark horse. Overall, I do have the 49ers going to the Super Bowl, no matter what, whether it's my pick of the Packers, my Dark Horse of the Cowboys, or anybody else. Will McCormick. I have Seahawks, and then I'm, it's, it's between the Saints or the Packers for me. It kind of, it's going to flip. Sure. I've, the Saints is kind of a weird one, because if they stick with Drew Brees, I don't think they'll be as competitive. So they're going to really, and if, and if they do stick with Drew Brees, it's going to have to be a lot of, like, really good defensive play. Yep. A lot, of, a lot of Taysom Hill. Yeah, a lot of Taysom Hill. A lot of weird stuff to kind of get them to that point. Yeah. Either way, whether it's Saints or Packers, Packers, again, kind of depends, too, like who they can keep, who they end up letting walk, yeah. if they can find some diamonds in the rough. Um, either way, I'm going to have the Seahawks winning it with Russell Wilson. And if they do not have Russell Wilson? They lose. They lose. You and think the, actually, they still actually, get there? No, they won't even be there if they don't yeah. have Russell. No Buccaneers talk from either of us. Mm-mm. Okay, okay. I'm not that convinced. I mean, they have a lot of talent. Yeah, a lot. A lot coming back. A lot coming back. But, but they're I'm, also losing a lot too, I believe. Uh, yeah, I'm not really. Mm. And I mean, the ages I hope I don't wonder regret if Tom this. Brady's only getting older. <laughs> What'd you say? I said I hope I don't regret this. I was about to say I'm not really convinced that they're that dominant. They're good. Okay. They're great. But mark I, this. Mark this down. I'm knocking on. I'm knocking on wood. Because <laughs> if this comes back to bite, <sighs> you will. You will hear it from me. If it's not the Seahawks, who do you have? If the Seahawks don't have Russell Wilson, is there a team that you'd like to throw in there for that NFC Championship game? And would it still be the Saints as their opponent? Um, would it? Would it? Why are we discounting LA? That's a good point. Yep. Matthew Stafford. Actually, you know, never mind. I'm changing it totally. Okay, on the fly here. Totally changing it. This is going to be LA Packers. Okay. Wow. LA winning. Okay. And this is just overall, this has nothing to do with Russell Wilson. Think about that. Stafford playing with the Lions, losing all these times to the Packers. 
like his entire career he's lost to the Packers yeah. besides four games maybe yeah. whatever it is yep <clears throat> uh <laughs> and if he goes in with LA and he beat the Packers how crazy would that be that would be nuts that's a good option that's good per- perspective there why do we forget about LA I don't know I'm still keeping my pick the same maybe I'd go 49ers Rams overall I still have 49ers Packers I think the Rams get in the playoffs do they figure it out immediately is the yes. question. Yes? Yes. Hmm. Interesting. It'll be interesting to find out. Yeah. I think so. That'll be fun to watch, actually. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Look forward to... Man, I can't wait till football season. All right, Super Bowl <laughs> 56. I have Bills, 49ers, and Bills winning. Bills are going to win the Super Bowl, no matter who they play. I think they're primed. It's Josh Allen's time. When you look at the trajectory of elite quarterbacks, when they are submitted as elite, Aaron Rodgers... Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning. When they're submitted as elite, they win a Super Bowl. And I think it's time for Josh Wilson, or Josh Wilson, for Josh Allen to make that switch under Sean McDermott, who I love. I love the situation in Buffalo. And if they were to land J.J. Watt, it'd only be better. It'd only be more love from me towards Buffalo. I think the Bills are going to win the Super Bowl here. And this isn't going to be the thing where they get to like four straight Super Bowls and lose. This is a different team. This is a different time frame. They're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Well, McCormick. All right, so now my, my Super Bowl pick has changed because I had totally changed my NFC outlook. That's okay. So I had Titans beating uh, the Bills in the AFC, and then I have LA beating the Packers in the NFC. I think I'm going to still stick with the Titans to win the Super Bowl because Derrick Henry will go off. Mm-hmm. You were putting down some crazy notes here. I was. I was kind of. I was going a little too crazy. <laughs> okay. A little too crazy. I originally put like Derek Henry like two fifty yards, two to three rushing touchdowns. I don't yeah, know if it'll be that like crazy. Going off, going off. Yeah, like okay. craziest Super Bowl performance ever. Um, I just I don't feel like I, I think the Rams are pretty pretty physical team, but I think yeah. Derek Henry is more physical. <laughs> That's a good point. Derek Henry is very tough. But again, overall, overall, yeah. Recap. The, Titans winning. Titans winning, but the it, Super but Bowl. it depends if they find that other dimension Element, to their yeah. offense. Yeah, I would agree. That's a huge factor. I think if they were to add a quarterback, how about a Deshaun Watson? Right. Yeah, Watson. Then you're really talking. Yeah. Now you're really talking. Granted, you you kind of do Ryan Tannehill bogus, and a lot of Titans fans love Ryan Tannehill. I don't dislike him. I do. You I dislike Tannehill? I don't think he's anything special. I don't. I think he's average. And like you said, we talked about it like, earlier in the show, you can win it with an average quarterback, but if you talk about Ryan Tannehill, he doesn't do anything spectacular to, for me. I get the numbers are up there. He's like top quarterback rating. I get that. Still, if you watch him play, it doesn't do anything to impress me. I'm sorry, it just doesn't. I think if they were to add another element, and maybe they don't need to, maybe they feel like he's their element. Okay, good for you. All the power to you. I think, no. Ryan Tannehill doesn't do anything extraordinary. <laughs> Will McCormick, you're funny. You're funny today. Will McCormick making gestures here in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's cap off the show here. A lot of giggles on the Tony G show today. It's all right. We're having fun. Yep. Having fun. Sun shining through the window. Tony G Studios. All right. Remember Tuesday we talked about Tiger Woods and his car accident because it occurred literally about 15 minutes before we 
uh, recorded the Tony G show. We talked about it a little bit. Didn't know, didn't have much information. So this is an update, just kind of an overall perspective of the Tiger Woods car accident. Single car crash, rollover a couple times actually. Tiger Woods does not remember the accident. Oof. Yeah. That's pre- scary. That's pretty bad. That's scary. But apparently he is conscious. He is talking. He is calm too, actually, per recent reports. And remember how he said the jaws of life were used to get him out? In fact, that's incorrect. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. The jaws of life were not used. Who, and it just who, goes to show TMZ. you. TMZ. TMZ. I hate TMZ. It was the same thing with the Kobe Bryant situation. That's okay. Wait, I was just about to say how crappy would have, like, we're, like, insanely lucky that, I mean, Tiger's insanely lucky too, but can you imagine that? I don't oh, even want to think about that. I don't even, yeah. I'm not even going to say His it. life so far is in stable condition, and of course, we hope that it stays that way. And we're going to look into if he can play uh, golf anymore in a couple minutes here but it just it does look like his life is stable it does look like it's not life threatening and that's a great news but how about news stories and and i mean just trying to be the first one to put a news story out there jaws of life were used it was in the headline yeah i was and, and they were never used in fact it was a pry bar and an axe were used to remove the suv's windshield a 2021 genesis i was gonna say something last episode like you know, take TMZ with a grain of salt, but I was going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I kind of wish I'd said something, but... I mean, it's so weird because TMZ is always the first to report these types of news stories, but then they're always inaccurate. There's always an element of inaccuracy within Mm -hmm. their news stories. And it's not like that was an accident. You put it in the title, sometimes... You're trying to get clicks. Right, sometimes we say things where, like, we didn't have our facts, like, quite exactly straight. That just happens. But this is, like, all right, what's going to get people to, to get clicks? Yeah. Jaws of life. That's exactly what they're doing. It's it's a shame. Mm-hmm. Uh, either way, though, the, the stories have reported uh, he's had multiple open fractures to his lower right leg. The worry has been about infection. Yeah, now we're getting real, uh, really grody here. But it, it is what it is. He had a rod placed in his leg to stabilize his leg. I think it was the tibula, fibula, tibula, tibula. I don't know what it's Bone, called. either way. Yeah. He used to stabilize that part of his leg. Um, like I said, the worry is about infection, and it does not appear life-threatening. So, with that being taken into account, what does this mean for his career? Remember that this car accident has happened within the last two months. He had back surgery. He's still recovering. And per ESPN stats and info, I have this Tiger off the course time timeline over the past 10 years. The last decade. April 2011. He injures his left Achilles tendon at the Masters. March 2014. Had back surgery. Misses the Masters. September 2015. Has second back surgery. October 2015. Has third back surgery. April 2017. Has fourth back surgery. And then just had another back surgery with not even two months ago. And remember, May 2017 into October 2017, he was arrested, briefly jailed on suspicion of DUI, and pleaded guilty to reckless driving. But the prosecutors did drop DUI, the DUI charge. He's been over. He's been through a lot in the last ten years. Over four, five back surgeries, still recovering from the fifth, and now this happens. I don't know 
if we see Tiger Woods on a golf course again. And you hate to say that because he's still going. And remember the images of him golfing with his kid just a few months ago. And no one thought that, you know, you, you think we're going to see him at the Masters. Masters is coming up in April. Not soon around the corner that Masters is coming up, you think Tiger Woods is going to be there competing again. Now it doesn't look like that. Now it looks like you... I, I don't know if he golfs again. I don't know if, if we see him on a golf course again. The thing with golf, though, is it's it's a fair... Uh, I don't know. I'm not a huge golf expert, but compared to most sports... It's, I don't want to say it's not as physically challenging because it's like the movements are very, very particular. Yeah. Lot, you have to be mechanical. Right. It's very golf. mechanical. It's very, you have to, it's, it's like, it's like almost like tennis. Yeah. You know, your serve has to be just right. Your drive has to be just right. Yeah. And it's one of those games that hopefully, you know, you can play throughout most of your life. So hopefully this is that case where it's like golf. He's able to at least play, maybe not competitively anymore, but I think the only, I think the only time you see him on a golf course is supporting his son. Yeah, from now on. I could see that. I could, maybe maybe he's gonna go mentor his son and make him be the next uh, great Tiger Woods or yeah. or Woods era yeah. player. Start the Woods dynasty. Yeah, yeah, Woods dynasty. That's what I was looking for. Yep, yep. It'll be interesting. Uh, we're gonna wrap up the Tony G show on that note. Hopefully, all goes well for Tiger Woods. Not just in his playing career, but his life as well. Things are looking up, looking good for him so far. Hopefully they stay that way. Good show today, Will. Yeah, a lot of speculation, a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of speculation, <laughs> a lot of hypotheticals. A lot of especially hypotheticals. in the Russell Wilson discussion. That was, yeah, yeah. Good talk, so I mean, good stuff. Uh, next Tuesday, what do you think? Tony G Show? Nah. Mm, not feeling it? Nah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> this was episode number 95 only a few more weeks, and we're going to be at 100 episodes. Crazy. I look forward to it. Any last words, Will? No. I'm you don't gonna... get any. Okay. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I didn't have anything. Wow. All right. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for nothing. You're All welcome. Right. All right. That'll do it for the Tony G Show. For Will McCormick, I'm Tony G. We'll see you next Tuesday. This is the Tony G Show.